Good, um, good evening, VHL. It's me, the annoying little minion, coming with you for another episode of my podcast, uh, season two, episode two, which, uh, shocked we got here. So that obviously means that I have something I wanted to talk about, and that I do. I will be discussing the new GM Highlinks, the new Ravo system, my opinion on it, um, as a GM, not from a, a league perspective. Um, I will also be doing some quick discussions on um, my opinion of the draft, which I actually haven't had much time to look at the draft grass because I'm either busy with work or I'm um, busy with AGMing and doing the other tasks of talking to players, but now that I have no players, I can start scouting as soon as tonight, which is great. Um, and I'm thinking what to do for point tasks. I'm also kind of sad to announce that I once again did not get a GM position. I did chat with um, uh, what's his face? Sorry, I passed an army of people and had a total silent relaxation moment. Anyways, as I was saying, um, I chatted with Spartan. Um, I'm not going to get into the whole reasons why, but after chatting with him, I know what I need to do as a person to, I guess, best way to say this is improve my chances. Um... Apparently they don't like the new GM job when post in Discord, which kind of a sappy thing to be petty about. And they also don't like it when I joke around like about not getting hired, which once again kind of petty thing to not like. Um... I don't know, Matt's just my opinion that uh, overall you shouldn't let the jokes like that affect it. Like, obviously, if I went and made a joke that broke the code of conduct, um, I probably don't deserve a GM. Not probably, I don't deserve a GM position. If you're going to go around breaking the code of conduct, there should be some time before you get thrown into a GM seat. Um, I also understand that part of the reason I didn't get a GM job was um, giving new people chances and Moon. Uh, Moon was well deserving of his of his position. I'm not even going to be like, hey, I'm better than Moon. I'm not. Moon's better than me. Um, and I think Bravos would also 
be better than me in like two weeks I think they're gonna obviously need time to make the mistakes I did in my first season before they're really good um, but after that I think to be one of the better GMs in the league kind of makes me sad to say that <laughs> I think they'll be better than me so I do agree with both the hirings actually if a- if AG Toe was hired above me I would have agreed with that too um alright so yeah I'm gonna keep pushing uh for to come back in the GM seat whether that be in the E first and then the M which by the way if any E commissioner listens to this um I'd actually be applying to get out of the E for the M cause I want to GM in the M over the E but I just think that I could do some very successful things in the E if I had another chance and built it like how me and Rockstar built Rome instead of just diving in build for a few competitive seasons instead of one very good season and I think if I do it that way I could probably get a cup within the first three years <laughs> getting cocky now oh the smell of smoke from the farms what a great smell um, then there's obviously questions of um, what I said I would chat about um, being the new waiver system. So, the new waiver system, uh, simplified and dumbed down version, when you create a player, um, instead of your waiver claim going into the post box, which it will if you join the post season for um, the junior showcase tournament. It will take you to a new rank in the portal. This will list all of the teams. If a team is four, they cannot offer. A four team is, I believe, nine, six, and two. So if you're four on goalies, they can't pick up a goalie. If they're four on defensemen, you can't go to that team. So Mexico can't get, like, say this year, maybe it was Houston with me and AJ, and everyone decided, hey, let's join this one team. You can't. Um... So you can't have 12 players on a roster. I think this is a genius idea. And obviously they can expand it and open it up more. If at the end of the day the teams get filled up. But if they don't, we won't have a team make Mississauga with one player. So that's a good idea. Um, it does mean that GMs and AGMs have to keep an eye out for their inbox now. Because every time a player like, decides where they want to go, um, a form DM will be sent to a GM and an AGM allowing us to offer them a contract and get them introduced to the league. And overall, I think this will lower the inactive rate, but also increase my stress level. (laughs) Yes, that's right. I believe that for this, I better start getting paid my sweet, sweet job TPE of two. Because AGMs in the M, I find I had to be online a lot. I even had a draft for AJ last year season sorry which is okay but it's just like hey i don't get anything out of this other than press conference tpe which he also gets um so that's obviously me arguing that maybe i make a rule if they agm drafts they should get the tpe for that week because they have to sit there for a few hours um yeah indeed just a few Changes that I think, if in pride, will be good. 
And obviously, my opinion doesn't matter, so AGMs have no rights. Where do I think? Um, I also did want to talk about, like, how I think this would go from a GM perspective, which I did. Now, I wasn't going to talk about it from a player's perspective, but I think as a player, this actually opens a lot more opportunity. Because say you have a GM who isn't from North America's region, you can still join their team. They say are sweeping during the time, so they don't have to sacrifice as much as that, right? So that's definitely that's definitely a bonus. And uh, I also think that. Um, I think that overall this would just make my life a little easier because I don't have to hand type out waiver pitches on my phone come to a deadline during a test. Which, come on, tests aren't important. We all know that. Sacrifices I make for this week are deeply concerning. I hope those are counted. Anyways. Um, our program was a complicated setup. Same with and there's no World Cup this offseason. So I'm having a really boring offseason. Last offseason, it was go, 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 go. This offseason, it's put your feet up. Don't like it. Um, makes me wish I didn't step down from Geneva just a bit. Not like I had much of a choice, but just a bit. So where to... Next, I think that I need to cover. Um, obviously, as I said, haven't done much draft scouting. I think overall this class is more defensive heavy than the last one, but it's still very forward heavy. Um, maybe passing a rule where forwards can play as defense could be a solution to the defensive problem because you're not supposed to play players out of position, but uh, this is getting kind of ridiculous. I don't know, just... Just my opinion. And, uh... All... For future reference. Um... Yeah, it could be beneficial. I don't know if there's any rule against playing forward those defense. I'll have to pick that up. Good question. Anyway, so what's the plan for Houston this season? Welcome to... GMC Deep Dive. So, there was... Um... I believe a trade, if I can remember to pull it up, because I think we made a trade with Moon from Ottawa, and I totally, totally didn't remember to pull it up. And by totally didn't remember, I mean absolutely big, smart brain remembered to pull up a trade I was going to talk about, because um, I don't participate in the trade talks with AJ, I usually... Um, help the players, do press conference, kind of sit on the sideline. AJ knows what he's doing way better than I do. Because um, he built Las Vegas with marbles. Uh, do I wish to be in more trade talks? Sure, maybe, you know, get some flashbacks to horrible phone calls with Phil. Where he would like, judge me for every one of my decisions because they weren't the decisions he wanted. Ah, and then those decisions actually ended up working very well for me. Because my player would be a high scorer, but I still wouldn't make the playoffs. I guess we'll 
I wait for me to get signal so I can pull up the trade. We will discuss um, an elephant in the room. That's not really an elephant. It's more like a band person. Um, and my opinions on him. Um, a Chili's. Uh, or Crutchmo Chapter 3. <laughs> uh, did his band... Did he earn the band he got? Absolutely. Uh, but he really wasn't that bad of a guy um, all the time. Like, he did wonders in Houston. Like, anytime a player asked a question that I couldn't get to in time, he would answer it, and he would be there. And he actually had solid AGM potential if he could follow the code of conduct. He could have been a GM in two seasons if he could follow the code of conduct. Um, and he talked to me a lot about feeling like the league was hating him and he kept making mistakes. And I think he was just trying to get me to play out of the palm of his hand and sad on re- sadly on my part succeeded. But that's okay. Because he's gone now. So like, I even... <laughs> took a copy and passed apology that he worked on forever and sent it to Sam. <sighs> Next kid. <sighs> Anyways, moving on from that dark chapter as I'm coming out of the woods, I think I finally got service. Um. Uh. Or not. No. Rogers has been struggling around here lately. Yep. There we go. Alright. Um. Also for anyone who. Wondering. I am. Um, I did. Apply for. GMing. Um. GMing. Yeah, okay, here it's a trade. I did apply for GMing Warsaw, but I don't think I will actually get the position. And if I do, I'd be extremely surprised, extremely grateful, and work my ass off for that team. (laughs) But if not, as I said, I want to work in the M again first anyways. But the VHOE looks very nice, and well, if my maturity is in question and ability to not take jokes seriously. At least in a week when no one answers you in your locker room, you don't gotta worry if you know what I'm saying. Just joking. I'm joking. Uh, I love the, the Eve I was there. Geneva was as active as I think I could have made it. So. I don't know. I don't actually hate the E. I did enjoy jamming in the M more because you obviously had to talk to new, new players more and they kind of didn't already know what they were doing. And if they were already, like, if they were a welfare player in the M, I find my success rate to get them to start updating is way better than in the E. Because in the E, they've already hit 200 TPE. 
and this is just a pattern and it's extremely frustrating because you sit there you're like hey always do a press conference and they're like nah I think this works fine anyways um the trade was season 86 Mexico's first went to Ottawa Moon's last trade is intern GM and Houston receives season 87 Ottawa third Season 88, Ottawa 3rd. So two third round picks for first. What's my opinion on it? I want a second. <laughs> if I was AJ, I probably, and he probably did, I would bat it for a second and a fourth. With the second being in season 88 and the fourth being in 87. Just so we can stay competitive after the next few seasons. But end of the day, um, I like to trade because we get two players out of one. We get two prios out of one pick, and we're obviously not trying to be competitive right yet, which always confuses people. Oh, but you should be competitive. We're not ready there, there yet. We have two returning players, like three draft picks. We're not there yet. Give us some seconds. Um, yeah, so those are my overall opinions on this year's or the seasons events islands and stuff i don't have a lot more to say um would like to apologize to spouton if he listens to this he probably won't but if he does because i i don't think it was like when we were chatting about why i wasn't hired i don't think it was hostile but at any point if he does feel like it is i i apologize and uh from my understanding, he's not, like, fighting with me and saying, Hey, you can't GM. Instead, he's saying, Hey, you're a good candidate, but you can be better. And, um, I'll just try to be better. Uh, no. However, I cannot promise I will not ask about job openings yet. If I do it as a joke, and I know it's annoying to people, but it is an impulse, and... It is an impulse. I don't feel like fighting because it seems so pointless to fight. Because two people get annoyed about a question you don't have to respond to. Um, what I've learned from my position um, at work when I was a makeshift shift leader there and through Cadets Canada, where I'm currently the highest ranking male in a warrant and I'm in charge of a whole section of 10 cadets. You don't need to respond to everything. You don't need to be serious 100% of the time. Like, and sometimes bad jokes are okay because it's those jokes we grow and learn from. And you can't control everything a person does. Um, I think it's okay to have that one impulse joke that everyone finds annoying but you always go back to. Why do I think that's okay? You may be asking. Because why shouldn't it be? Um... You know what, I'll say something wise to end off this podcast. Those bad moments that stick with people are the moments you don't want to stick. Yes, this is true. But it is those people who look for the good moments and the good in people that I would truly call my friend. What do I mean by that to simplify it? If you go out of your way to see the bad, and that's your mindset then instead go out of your way to see the good because you're already going out your way to see the bad. So, seeing the good moments and 
the moments of work. That is what you should look for. Not the moments of bad. Anyways, this has been my 20-minute podcast. Thank you for listening to Season 2, Episode 2 of A Mini Podcast with Minion. And uh, I think this is my two weeks of claim, so I am happy. Anyways, goodbye, y'all. I'll chat with you in Discord soon. Um, if you want to rebuttal against anything I said today, or you have queries, questions, concerns, comments, insults, theories, decisions, applications, bullying comments, hurtful, painful, hateful, any of that, my DMs are open on both the form and Discord. And uh, yeah, see you guys in a few weeks for episode three. Bye.